Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. We have got an unbelievably good news story for you. We're delighted to bring it to you, but it wasn't always good. Uh, a few months ago, we spoke to Caroline Foskin about her husband, John. He's too young. He's 45 years of age. And just because he has disabilities, he shouldn't be in residential care, you know. He needs to come home. He mentally needs to come home. He's not going to survive in residential care for too much longer. This is the story of John Upton, a proud Waterford man, facing into a very uncertain future. He had just suffered a catastrophic brain injury after he experienced headaches and then discovered a blood clot at the back of his brain. It left him requiring specialist residential care. In April, John's other half, Caroline, and family friend Seamus Barry spoke to us about their campaign to bring John home. And you guys were very touched by the story. Uh, In fact, you came up with tens of thousands of euro and also offers like from because the, the, the money they were raising was to adapt their family home mm. so that John could come home and not only did we have money pledged by today FM listeners but we had offers from workmen tradesmen who could come in and help and they you did that in spades lads it was an unbelievable example of just the strength and spirit of an Irish community coming together and then the news of course that John looked likely to be able to go home and that's all he wanted and we spoke to Caroline and John together Hi Dermot, hi Dave Yeah, we're just sending you a little message just to say thanks You've uh, helped the Trinity uh, open up a lab Yeah You've uh, You've been home What would it mean for you to go home, John? Oh, it means I to go home I want to be with family and friends yeah. And we're so excited. Are you oh, excited? Oh, good gum. Looking forward to it. Well, this week, this happened. <laughs> and we got Caroline Foskin is on the line with John and their family friend Seamus Barry, who's been a big part in uh, putting all this together. Caroline, what happened this week? Oh, Brilliant, brilliant. We got John home. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Home. (laughs) Home and time for Christmas and everything. Yeah, two years to today. He he left the house sick on the 20th of December two years ago. And he came home on the 20th of December two years later. So, um, yeah, we're thrilled. Incredible. Remind us what had to be done to the home. Why was it such an, an uphill task to get John home in the first place? Oh, the whole downstairs of the house had to be adapted. All the doorways, the stairs had to be taken out. We had to build them um, a bedroom and a, a bathroom, a wet room. Mm. And um, just basically the whole, uh, you know, to make the whole end of the house um, adaptable, you know, open plan as far for the wheelchair and things like that to try and make him independent that he can get around in his own home and things like that. And, um, oh my God, the house is fabulous. Everybody did such... A wonderful job. We can never thank them enough. And it's fabulous now. When something big is coming, like for most people say, you know, Christmas is coming, you kind of have the anticipation and the build up and then the release of Christmas Day and it happens and you tick your boxes and do whatever. What is it like to have a two year build up to go through what you've gone through to want to get John home and then for it to happen three days ago? Oh, it's just an amazing feeling, an amazing feeling. And we're all, oh, we're so happy, myself, John and Sarah. We're just, oh, we can't believe it. It really is. And for John himself, 
the need to get home was so bad, you know. He really needed to get home. Um, and thanks to everybody, like, they made that happen for him. And that's the best Christmas present anybody could get. Any kind of a present, to be honest, like... You know, just because you have um, some life-changing um, disabilities, it doesn't mean like that you, can't, you shouldn't be back home in your own health, you know. Yeah, you um, mentioned when we talked to you before that you really didn't believe that John would actually survive if he stayed in care versus his desire to come home. No, mentally, no, John wouldn't have survived at all. No. Um, like, as I said, John is very well aware of his surroundings. It's just um, his movement. But he's working on that now. His hands are getting a little bit stronger and things. Um, he's doing great now. He's determined, you know. Mm. But, no, for his mind, he, he, he needs to be at home. He needs to be at home with his family and friends. Like, you know, he's, n- nobody likes to be in care at any age. But um, for John's age, he's such he's so young, like, oh, no. No, to just wasn't for our family, you know. It's not really for young people, I don't think, you know. I think there should be some changes put in place to try and help young people out there because, mm. you know, just because you have disabilities or you're in a wheelchair, it doesn't mean that um, you can't live a good life, like, and it doesn't mean you should be in a care home, you know. Let's not forget um, you did all of this, Caroline, with the backdrop of COVID, you know, in terms yeah. of visiting him, uh, keeping him safe in residential care, I know your daughter Sarah was sitting the leaving cert this year and obviously had the, you know, her dad's accident to deal with and process yeah. and then try and study and COVID and remote school. How did she get on with the leaving cert? Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Don't ask me now. Top me head. Um, <laughs> she, oh, she did so well. She did so well. And she started her first year then um, in WIT. She's doing accountancy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah she did a, so well now. You have Thank a family God. full of warriors there. Um, <laughs> Seamus, uh, how are you? This must be a big relief to you because you were leading the charge on this campaign and I'd say that Caroline and John were very, very grateful to have you holding the torch for them. Um, yeah, look, it's an amazing feeling. I, I wouldn't say leading the campaign. I'd say kind of hiding in the background, letting everyone else do the work. Um, but no, it's it's like like you said and Caroline said about a Christmas present. And uh, I was here the other day with Caroline's brother, Jim, and he said it. No matter what happens for the rest of our lifetime, whatever we do, it'll probably be the biggest achievement that we've ever been a part of. And it's just, it was a special project to be a part of. Yeah, and what, what, how much did you guys need to raise? Yeah, so we went out with an initial target of about 150. And at the start, we actually didn't know roughly until we started uh, breaking down figures. But we raised 129,000. Um, and then, yeah, I know it's, it's a crazy amount of money. Yeah. And then, then with pleasures and work that went on, like I'd say we're easily up around 170, 180,000 of what went into the project itself. Yeah. Um, and we're actually just, just on that, we're going to close the page this Christmas Eve due to uh, uh, Caroline, Sarah, and John's wishes mm-hmm. because it's Christmas time. And there's a lot of other people out there that need help. And we would appreciate if the, the generosity of the public can be shown to other people that need it this Christmas time. Um, and with the closing of the page Christmas Eve, it's also enabled us to get a, um, a vehicle for the new year. So John will be able to be, you know, transported, go to matches, um, you know, get to see different things, go see his friends. So that's enabled us. So we're just very thankful for everything that everyone has done. Speaking of matches, we heard that John arrived home triumphantly wrapped in his favourite Man United blanket. Yes, John. Oh, he's, yes, he's, he's, John. Actually, and just on that note, John is delighted that Liverpool went through on penalties last night. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's as delighted as I am. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's definitely a man after Dave's heart. He loves Man United and blankets. <laughs> so, I mean, those two are made for 
for each other. <laughs> Caroline, I know John is with you there. How is he doing today? Oh, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant now. He's in he's in brilliant form. He's great now. Yeah. Oh, thank God. And he's in a man, another Man United top. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, John. <laughs> well, if he was there, we'd love to say hello. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dumb, dumb, dumb. How you doing, John? Fellow Man United fan here. Good to hear from oh. you. <laughs> Welcome home. You've had three nights in your own gaff. How has it felt? I've been great. I never thought of a bit this happy thing, but I am. And don't think generosity. Yeah. He never thought he'd be this happy again, and it's all thanks to everybody's generosity. Yeah, yeah. well. Um, it was up and home, and it's the one thing I wanted to do home. That's all he wanted. All he wanted was to go home, yeah. Well, we yeah. heard that Waterford was voted earlier in the year the best place in Ireland to live. Um, it seems to be that way. How do you do you feel differently about your neighbours and your community now, Caroline, after everybody, not that you hated them to begin with, but <laughs> has, it, has it opened your eyes to the potential for what, oh, you know, God, communities yeah. can do when we, oh, when we join together? Yeah, totally, totally. People are so good, honestly. And even now still, you know what I mean, John's work colleague, I'd like to shout out a big hello to him. Um, they never forgot about him. Um, they sent him over lovely presents there for Christmas. They're so good. But, um, you know, people are just, it's, they just keep giving. And people, you know, people don't have it themselves. Like, you know yourself, but as it is after being tough on everybody. And to just, for people to reach out to other people that are in need, you know, it's just, Oh, it's a melt your heart, it is. You know? it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, Caroline and John oh. and Seamus. And listen, uh, you know, what, what Caroline and Seamus and all the community did to, to bring John home and to have the Christmas you guys are going to have now and have the rest of your lives together at home is just absolutely phenomenal. We're so happy for you guys. Happy Christmas. Welcome home, John. And uh, sure, we'll talk again soon and catch up and see how you're getting on. Sorry, I've just Happy Christmas, John. Happy Christmas, John. <laughs> Sorry, Seamus, you wanted to get in there too, did you? Yeah, just for a quick second there, I just have a, a very quick list. Um, just to Brian, to Budgie, to Gary, to Ned, Ian, Christine, Ray, Jim, Derek, Barry, Johnny, Clint, Claire, Fiona, all the staff in Claren Bridge, Owen, Lynn and Owen, Sue and uh, Garrett, uh, all the staff in Dunleary, Waterford Hospital, all the media outlets that we worked with, all the nurses, Derek with the floors, um, I just want to say thank you to everyone. I want to say thank you to yourselves because without all of you, no matter who is behind it, I always said to Carolyn when we started, he will come home. I can promise you that. It doesn't matter what the campaign is or who leads it. He will get home because of the story. And this is an amazing family. I've worked closely with Carolyn and behind every good man is a good woman. And I must say it's been a pleasure to work with Carolyn, John and also Sarah. But Caroline had her own illness um, issues before and she's just an extraordinary lady and the love that she has for John. Like, I'm getting emotional again and it was the same when they came home on Monday. It, it is just an absolutely brilliant bond to see between two people and I just hope they have the best Christmas ever. Well here, said, here. Well, well said, Seamus. Um, have a wonderful Christmas, guys. You absolutely deserve it and thanks for getting in touch with us again and giving us the big news. Thanks, lads. Take care. See you later. All the best. Bye, John. Bye, Seamus. Bye, Caroline. See you later. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.